Hey friends, this is Sarah Grace. I want to share a cause that's close to my heart. You've heard me mention my dear friend Bo. She's the one we walk together in those races. Well, it's time for me to walk alongside her. Her husband, our dear friend Willie, is fighting an epic battle with cancer. There are some new special treatments that could really help, but the cost, well, it's a challenge. And we know that nothing is too great for our God. If you feel led to share the love of Christ in this way, would you consider donating? Go to givesendgo.com forward slash Willie's life. We would be eternally grateful. Thank you. Hey, what's good, my amazing friends? This is Sarah Grace, host of The Remedy with Sarah Amazing Grace podcast, and you are listening to The Remedy. Hey, what's going on, you guys? I am so stoked to have you here. Woo-woo! Has it been a week, you guys? It, it we just turn on any news source, and it is just one crazy thing after another. Oh, my gosh. This week... As I uh, watch the world and the news and and uh, people tweeting this, that, and the I mean, Elon, you know, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter. I mean, yay, free speech again. I mean, but but wait, wait, wait. Isn't he pro-transhumanism and uh, pro-neuralink of putting uh, chips in people's heads? Like, wait a second. But, you know, and then now you, you switch over to this one and oh, gut punch. You're seeing, uh, you know, imprisoned and trafficked kids and adults. Uh, but then, oh my gosh, they've been freed. And, and it's like this, you know, back and forth of like good versus evil. And, you know, oh man, but man, they are, they're free. They're free. But, uh, now you see that there's still just an uncounted amount of people more that are, you know, in, uh, in slavery and this sex slavery that is going on. People being snatched still by the daily, but oh man, now, you know, woohoo, freedom of speech, Elon won, and he actually bought out Twitter, and, you know, he's standing for free speech, and, and you know, but wait, do I want to cheer for Elon? I'm not exactly sure, and, and then, you know, here comes the next story, and so many people who refuse to even wake up to the heavy reality that we are living in a satanic-controlled, unreal reality. And now we're seeing like leaked documents about this Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Whoa! I mean, my heart wants to explode with joy, you guys. I want to shine like full power, like a Care Bear. Ah, you know, the light of the Lord. I want to shout it from the rooftops. And then I see like these armies of, excuse my, my blatantness, but of these demonic-filled or demon-led people heading out to essentially create war against these states that would be standing up against murdering babies, right? Look, murdering your baby in your womb, it isn't healthcare. (laughs) Stop lying to yourself. Rebuke any lawmaker, celebrity, or anyone who is trying to convince you otherwise. I, Sarah, I've spoken openly about my experience with abortion, and I'm ashamed of what I did, but I'm not ashamed to speak about it. I know that I am fully redeemed through the blood of Jesus, 
But the reason that I am not ashamed to speak out is because maybe I can help others not fall prey to these lies, these lies that are being laid on thick on people all around. Life is sacred, you guys, and it is created for a purpose. Even if you can't see that purpose, oh, oh, Sarah, but what about those being born into horrible circumstances or oh, that baby's going to be born into poverty or uh, abuse? You know, whatever. There's always some excuse. Oh, this baby was conceived in some way that wasn't wanted, or maybe it was conceived in a way that was abuse. Look, I know that that's always the excuse, but if you look at the vast, vast, vast majority by a long shot of the numbers that of abortions that are performed, they're performed out of sheer inconvenience to their mother. Your college career a baby doesn't fit into your plans, whatever, even if your circumstances are hard, you don't know what this person's calling is, or how their life and the challenges that they are born into, how that might shape them. It really actually is arrogance. It's actually total arrogance to place yourself higher than God in the creating or ending of life. Anyway, this show isn't about abortion per se, and I can go real deep into that subject, and I have, and I will again, because it's something that needs to be talked about by people who have walked that road, and somebody who will speak the truth about it, and not the sugar-coated leftist agenda pushing for more and more murder, which is demonic, straight up. I'm just going to say what it is, and call it like it is. But that's not what this show is about. This show is about what I feel like every day is a great tug of war, a tug of war between good, what's right, morality, righteousness, and pulling what's wrong, evil, immorality, and unrighteousness. One day, we're like feeling super defeated and the world is going nutso. And the next week, wham, the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade or Elon Musk buys Twitter and somehow free speech is freed again or is being freed. And we feel a a, a moment of victory and we cheer. And then, oh my gosh, something else happens. And it's like, oh no, is evil winning again? We get a glimpse that maybe all hope in humanity isn't lost. And, And then we see people marching and screaming at the top of their lungs that they can't murder their own children. (laughs) What? What? Evil always has a way of poking its ugly head up. Oh, man, and that tug of war just continues. Do you get what I'm saying? I just have this total vision, at least for me, is what it feels like is every day it's like, oh, man, pull, 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 we're winning, we're winning. And then, man, there just seems like there's days or weeks when evil is winning and overtaking and and it can be disheartening. It's an up and down roller coaster ride of man nightmarish proportions. And it can make you feel crazy. It can make you feel nauseous. I mean, motion sickness like you have never known. You know what I mean? So excited, you feel like you're winning and then wham, evil seems to have the victory and uh, barf. Well, My friends, I am here to tell you to take heart. No matter what you're seeing, the victory has already been won. 
You may have seen people posting God wins. Usually it's on truther people's posts or maybe conspiracy theory people's posts. And they might even have it as a hashtag, but they'll, they'll say God wins. And looking around at the world today, sometimes it sure doesn't look like it. It might look like it for a moment and we cheer and we feel a little bit of relief and a little bit of, oh man, here it comes. This is the good. And then somehow evil seems to overtake it. But I am here to tell you that God does win, that the victory has already been won. God gave us the book of Revelation. And if you've read Revelation, it can seem super scary. It can seem so scary that many don't even read it. I mean, I've heard that from a lot of people like, oh man, you know, I, I'd like to read Revelation, but it scares me. And so for that matter, a lot of people end up not reading it. And they only parrot what others have told them what Revelation says, which, you know, in the game of telephone, that usually never actually works out well as far as coming up with the actual truth in the end, right? It often turns into a real bad case of telephone. And I can't tell you how many times that I have come across people who have said, well, yeah, but in Revelation, this is what happens. And I've said, well, actually, they usually say Revelations. And I say, no, it's Revelation, not with the S. And that it doesn't actually say, insert whatever ridiculous thing that they're trying to say the Bible says, because they haven't actually read it. And I'm not saying that about myself as someone who's arrogant. I'm saying that as somebody who's actually read the words that are contained in Revelation. And you should, my friend, listen to me, you should, you should absolutely read the book of Revelation. Not only the book of Revelation, but you should study the whole Bible in its entirety and get a picture of who God is, a picture of who Jesus is, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Lamb of God who laid down his life for our sins, who shed his blood, the power of that blood. But today I'm talking about that tug of war between good and evil that is happening right in front of our eyes. And sometimes I feel like I'm just along for the ride. But then I remember the book of Revelation. And I remember what encouragement and blessing that book brings. In Revelation 1.3, it says that God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church. And he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says for the time is near. Now, now I know you're saying to me, Sarah, Revelation is scary. How can a book about war and the Antichrist and, and the mark of the beast and persecution and hard times, how can that be a blessing? Well, that's what I'm here to tell you today. I'll tell you why. The blessing is in the victory. We get to know ahead of time who wins. This great tug of war Ugh, it reminds me of that scene in that show Squid Games. I don't know if you watched that. And if you didn't, I'm not advocating that you go and watch it. Did any of you see it? Anyway, I don't even know why I watched it. I'm super sensitive to stuff like that. And somehow it sucked me in and I ended up having to watch it to the end. But anyway, so if you watched Squid Games, oh my gosh, it was so freaking stressful and horrendous. Like every episode was like, what's going to happen? You don't know how it's going to end. You don't know who the good guys are or the bad guys are. You don't know who's actually running the show. And it's super stressful. 
that's what's going on all around us. You don't know who to trust. You don't know if, you know, Elon Musk, is he a, a good guy in all of this? Or is Elon Musk the Antichrist? You know what I mean? You don't know if, you don't know who is who, who are the good guys, who are the bad guys, who is actually really the real person, and who has been somebody with a mask on who's playing a role in Castle Rock Studios. We don't know. We don't know. And, you know, all of that is super disheartening. But what's not disheartening and what's a blessing for those who have read the book of Revelation, who hear the words of the book of Revelation, the blessing is that we get to know the ending of the story. Woo! We get to know, you guys. We get to know that God wins. We have the playbook. We have the ending. We know who the good guys are and the bad guys are, and we know that God wins. Revelation chapter 5, verse 5 is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. You know, you ask someone, what's their favorite verse in the Bible? And I actually have many, depending on, you know, what's your favorite book and all this, you know, what, what context it's in. But I have some scripture verses tattooed on my body, and this is one that made the cut to be inked onto the temple of my body and, you know, as artwork hung on the temple. You know what I mean? And it's Revelation chapter 5, verse 5. John is having his vision and he is in the throne room of God. And John started weeping because he saw that he didn't know who was going to be able to fix the mess that was playing out on, on the earth that he was shown in his vision. And one of the 24 elders that are around God's throne, in the throne room of God, the, one of the 24 elders goes, stop weeping. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne, that's Jesus, by the way, has won the victory. He is worthy to open the scroll and the seven seals. And when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they held golden bowls filled with incense, which were the prayers of God's people. Stop weeping, you guys. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah has won the victory. God wins. We get to know the ending. And it's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And we have a saying here at the Remedy with Sarah Amazing Grace that lions, not sheep, who's your shepherd? And if your shepherd is the lion of the tribe of Judah, he is the lion in the lions, not sheep. And if you are being led by the lion, then you are being led on the winning team. You know who is good. You know who is the right one to follow. The lion of the tribe of Judah has won the victory. So blessed is the one who listens to this message. That is the blessing, you guys. We get to know. We get to know that our shepherd is the winner. That's the blessing. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) That is a hallelujah moment, you guys. And until next week, stay in the word. Stay on your knees before the king. And as always, be battle ready. I love you guys. Peace.